Welcome to PsalmsCast. Today is the third day of December. I am Denise. It is a pleasure and an honor to be here with you today as we gather together to take the next step forward in our adventure through the Psalms. And the days are counting down as we move toward the end of the year. The journey through today's five Psalms takes us into Psalm 3, Psalm 33, Psalm 63, Psalm 93, and Psalm 123. We're reading from the contemporary English version of the Bible. In the Going Deeper section of the podcast, which is tucked at the very end of the podcast, we're exploring the book of the Bible that is all about the future. It's the book that the enemy of our souls desires we never explore, and yet within this book is a special blessing to those who hear and obey. And yes, Lord, we want blessings in our life. So come and join us as we journey into Revelation chapter 2. So let's take that brief moment right now just to invite the Lord to be our guide. Gracious Heavenly Father, we come humbly under your presence right now. We desire to draw near to you. You know what's going on in every single one of our lives you know that we are desperate for your comfort, for direction, for wisdom, because this life journey is challenging. We thank you for hearing our prayers and being present with us in the journey. As we journey into your living words right now, spark joy inside of us and surround us with your peace, a peace that truly surpasses our human understanding. We open our hearts and we open our minds to you. We desire that your Holy Spirit is at work transforming our life. So we ask that you lead, we ask that you guide, and that you illuminate as we journey today. Psalm 3, An Early Morning Prayer written by David when he was running from his son, Absalom. I have a lot of enemies, Lord. Many fight against me and say, God won't rescue you. But you are my shield, and you give me victory and great honor. I pray to you, and you answer from your sacred hill. I sleep and wake up refreshed because you, Lord, protect me. Ten thousand enemies attack from every side, but I am not afraid. Come and save me, Lord God. Break my enemies' jaws and shatter their teeth, because you protect and you bless your people. Psalm 33 Sing praises to the Lord. You are the Lord's people. Obey Him and celebrate. He deserves your praise. Praise the Lord with harps. Use harps with ten strings to make music for Him. Sing a new song. Shout. Play beautiful music. The Lord is truthful. He can be trusted. He loves justice and fairness, and He is kind to everyone, everywhere on earth. The Lord made the heavens and everything in them by His word. He scooped up the ocean and stored the water. Everyone in this world should worship and honor the Lord. As soon as he spoke, 
the world was created. At his command, the earth was formed. The Lord destroys the plans and spoils the schemes of the nations. But what the Lord has planned will stand forever. His thoughts never change. The Lord blesses each nation that worships only Him. He blesses His chosen ones. The Lord looks at the world from His throne in heaven and He watches us all. The Lord gave us each a mind and nothing we do can be hidden from Him. Mighty armies alone cannot win wars for a king. Great strength by itself cannot keep a soldier safe. In war, the strength of a horse cannot be trusted to take you to safety. But the Lord watches over all who honor Him and trust His kindness. He protects them from death and starvation. We depend on you, Lord, to help and protect us. You make our hearts glad because we trust you, the only God. Be kind and bless us. We depend on you. Psalm 63 God's love means more than life. A psalm by David when he was in the desert of Judah. You are my God. I worship you. In my heart, I long for you as I would long for a stream in a scorching desert. I have seen your power and your glory in the place of worship. Your love means more than life to me, and I praise you. As long as I live, I will pray to you. I will sing joyful praises and be filled with excitement like a guest at a banquet. I think about you before I go to sleep, and my thoughts turn to you during the night. You have helped me, and I sing happy songs in the shadow of your wings. I stay close to you, and your powerful arm supports me. All who want to kill me will end up in the ground. Swords will run them through, and wild dogs will eat them. Because of you, our God, the King will celebrate with your faithful followers, but liars will be silent. Psalm 93 The Lord is King Our Lord, you are King. Majesty and power are your royal robes. You put the world in place, and it will never be moved. You have always ruled, and you are eternal. The ocean is roaring, Lord. The sea is pounding hard. Its mighty waves are majestic. But you are more majestic, and you rule over all. Your decisions are firm, and your temple will always be beautiful and holy. And our final psalm for today is Psalm 123, a prayer for mercy, a song for worship. Our Lord and our God, I turn my eyes to you on your throne in heaven. Servants look to their master but we will look to you until you have mercy on us. Please have mercy, Lord. We have been insulted more than we can stand, and we can't take more abuse from those proud, conceited people. Golly, it's hard to believe that we are already at the first Friday in December. 
and yet we are. And so, you know, our goal should be for the this week to just finish strong. And each day, before we head into the five chapters for the day, we spend a moment in prayer to ask the Lord to be our guide. Part of the beginning of that prayer is an appeal to be able to draw close to the Lord as we humbly enter into His presence. Do you truly desire to know Jesus in a more intimate way, to be able to be like Mary, Martha's sister, who sat expectantly at His feet, soaking and just being with Him, instead of assisting her sister with the chores of preparing a meal? Martha was so exasperated that Mary was just sitting there listening to Jesus teach that finally she went to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it bother you that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to come and help me. The Lord answered, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about so many things, but only one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen what is best, and it will not be taken away from her. Wow, I want to be a Mary instead of being so caught up in the mundane of all those chores that are going to be there later anyways. I want to soak in the presence of the Lord and be learning so that I can walk as He walked and think as He thought. I was especially convicted last night that my heart is not tender to some that like to flaunt and revel in their lifestyle choices. My thoughts were not to pray for them, but to steer our grandchildren's attention in a different direction. Yeah, I was very judgmental, and yes, arrogant in my thoughts and my feelings. As we were returning to our vehicles, I spent quiet time reflecting that I needed an attitude adjustment and asked Jesus to show me how to think differently. And instead of being repulsed and acting like a holier-than-thou Pharisee, be able to be in that situation and to instead be like Jesus. Honestly, friends, this is an area where I struggle. Last night, We were at a holiday event where my four-year-old grandson was singing with his classmates. The performance prior to their performance was a high school group of teenagers. And no, the presentation had nothing to do with the holidays and everything to do with modern relationships. It was awkward because we needed to be in the same proximity. There were young people acting out together. They were not inciting or being rude to anyone. They were just doing their own thing in our proximity, and it was very uncomfortable and very awkward. My first instinct is always to correct behavior instead of being loving and kind. Honestly, I wasn't rude. I wasn't ugly. But my thoughts were, I need to protect the eyes and the ears from the behavior that is being acted out in front of us that the Bible says is sinful. After the group finished their performance, which lasted about 20 very long minutes, all of them left the area and the little ones were the focus. We are called to be like Jesus. And honestly, 
In 2021, sometimes and in some situation, it is honestly hard to know how Jesus would walk it out. Oh yes, everybody thinks they have an opinion, but they really don't know for sure because Jesus has not walked it out here right now. So what do we do? When we don't know, we are supposed to go to the Lord earnestly in prayer. And we have James chapter 1, verse 5, that is our model. If any of you need wisdom, you should ask God and it will be given to you. God is generous and won't correct you for asking. The bottom line is this. Every single one of us, we are a sinner. And if not for being covered in Jesus' righteousness, I am lost. My sin of pride and arrogance are as offensive to God as worshiping idols, dabbling in witchcraft, or acting out sexually in ways that grieve God, either by act or by thought. One sin is not more sinful than another. Getting real with the Lord and confessing our sin is key to being able to draw near to Jesus. Our sin that we attempt to explain away or to hide keeps us from being transparent and pliable. It isn't like Jesus doesn't know our every thought, desire, attitude, and deed. Nothing is hidden from Him. Yes, we heard that truth today in Psalm 33. Verse 15 reads, The Lord gave us each a mind, and nothing we do can be hidden from Him. (laughs) Yes, I am very grateful, and yes, I am praising the Lord for nudging me and confronting me about what happened in the park. I am pretty sure that the group of people that I was with did not even realize that I was having a struggle there. Yes, I am praying that the Lord will bring His ministering saints into these young people's lives and that they will hear the gospel of truth and salvation that is shared in kindness and in love. And I will continue to press into the Lord seeking His wisdom for future encounters. Maranatha Father, we thank you for your living word as we do every day. You are holy and perfect, yet you are kind and loving. Even when we make a mess of our life, you are there when we call to you and we seek your forgiveness. Lord, we honestly are so incapable of living rightly. Thus, you transform our lives from the inside out. We see so clearly that life isn't about me and mine, but about you and yours. All that we have has been given from your hand, and there is no lack or shortage in your kingdom. And you have invited us all to be the vehicle by which your love is poured out into this world in every conceivable way. And we turn our hearts towards you. We open our hearts to you. Even when we don't feel like we can open our hearts to others, we open our hearts to you and reach beyond ourselves to your endless supply of love and mercy and grace. And may this be poured out of us, spilling all around us, 
infecting this world with light and life and good news. We ask this in your precious name. Amen. So I want to take a moment to talk about the going deeper part of the podcast, which is at the very end of this podcast. Now is the time where we should not be distracted by all of the illusions of this world. The Lord encourages us in the Gospels to be watching and waiting for His return. And what better season to be focused on seeking the risen Lord Jesus than right now? So today in the Going Deeper, at the end of the podcast, we are exploring the book of Revelation. This is a special journey because it will not be I that am the teacher. I simply read and sometimes make personal comments and perhaps give additional resources for you to check out if you are interested. Your teacher will be the Holy Spirit. Today we are exploring chapter 2. Here we will find the first four of seven letters from Jesus to the church. The messages still apply to our lives here today in 2021. So let's just go ahead and roll into our prayer time. These are continuing prayers that we are lifting up to the Lord, and we are looking to Him for answers. The first one is our family's future. Our world has been shaken several times in 2021. We've always believed that living here in the United States guaranteed us certain freedoms, but no longer with someone at the helm demanding ungodly, unethical mandates that companies are forcing on their employees. The workforce is in flux, and the husband's company has been sold out to one that is mandating The final signature on that transaction happened this month. January 4th is back in the office, but only if you are fully compliant with the mandate. If not fully, you must work from home until you are in compliance. We are in a really hard place. And yes, we understand the cost of our choices. So we are asking that you cover us with prayer that the Lord will provide, and that we will experience peace and confidence in the days between now and then. Let's continue to pray for those who are feeling marginalized, who are angry, hurt, bitter, or feel abandoned at this time of the year where families are supposed to be coming together, valuing each other, and spending time together, that somehow... By the power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus will be enough to help these who are feeling this way to continue to breathe and to not do stupid acts to harm themselves or to harm others. Let's continue to pray for the Chapman family in their transition from the islands to the mainland and all the challenges of finding a new home to raise their four young children in. We are looking to God for provision and for blessing for this family. Continued prayers for T.C. in Missouri as she presses into the Lord, seeking His direction and His will 
as he opens her eyes to what's going on around her. Let's continue to pray for Bam. She and her youngest daughter are in Thailand, and they are waiting. They are waiting on the U.S. Embassy there to call and tell her when the interview for her U.S. visa will be. Her husband and the two-year-old, they're here in the United States. The three older children are with their grandparents in England, three countries, three continents, and the family is broken apart. Just like any other family, they desire to be back together. So we are looking to the Lord to do a miracle because it seems like this is just limbo and it's really hard. So yes, Lord, yes, we are all waiting on your timing and your miracle to bring this family back together. Let's continue to pray for Bethany and Parker, who desire to add to their family through adoption. 2021 has been a really rough year for this family, a lot of heartache, and they have asked us to partner with them in prayer to the Lord about provision, pathways that they are to walk, and where Parker is to be seeking employment. Continued prayers for Laura's husband in Japan. They live in Japan, and Laura knows Jesus, and he is her Savior. Her husband does not is not a believer. And so, our prayer has been that the Lord is sending His saints into this young man's life and that they are telling him the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Continued prayers for my mom, Judy, as she continues struggling through the situation, the health challenges that she has. Hopefully, we'll know within the next week if the infusion has, um, has reduced her symptoms. And lastly, let's continue to pray for Stella's health, strength, and patience, as well as that the Lord will be very present and evident in Ralph's continuing healing journey. Now, if you would like to connect with us, perhaps to ask to be on the prayer list for us to pray for you, if you would like to receive a Bible, perhaps you just have comments or concerns that you want to express our email address is psalmscast at gmail.com. If you prefer to call or to text, the number in the United States is 470-240-1509. If you're outside the United States, to text, you can use WhatsApp. The number is slightly different. It's 1470-240-1509. You can make a connection through social media as well. Psalmscast is on Facebook, Twitter, and MeWe. That's it for today. I am Denise. I love you, and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Going deeper into the Word of God begins in five seconds. Going deeper into the Word of God, Revelation chapter 2. Okay, so today is day two of our Revelation journey. Yesterday, we learned that it was the Apostle John who wrote this testimony. This is the vision that the Lord Jesus revealed to him while John was imprisoned on Patmos, which was basically a penal island with zero luxuries. Yet, 
John is faithful to do as the Lord has instructed. Also, there is a promise to those who spend time getting familiar with this book that is found in Revelation chapter 1, verse 3. God will bless everyone who reads this prophecy to others, and He will bless everyone who hears and obeys it. The time is almost here. So yes, the Lord will bless you who hear and obey. And again, we hear this truth. The time is almost here. Yes, Lord. Yes. Maranatha. Friends, as we dive in, I might have a few commentaries or might point you in other to other resources at the very end of the chapter. If the Spirit stirs something in you, remember our motto for this study is this. We find it in James chapter 1, verse 5. If any of you need wisdom, you should ask God and it will be given to you. God is generous and won't correct you for asking. So as we dive in, simply allow God's words of wisdom to wash over you, to wash through you. Trust the Holy Spirit to plant the truth deep within and to bring to your attention what you are to focus on and what you are to be considering. Remember the purpose of this section is for you to learn from the Holy Spirit how to apply God's truth in your life. Revelation chapter 2 The letter to Ephesus This is what you must write to the angel of the church in Ephesus. I am the one who holds the seven stars in my right hand, and I stand among the seven gold lampstands. Listen to what I say. I know everything you have done, including your hard work and how you have endured. I know you won't put up with anyone who is evil. When some people pretend to be apostles, you test them and found out they were liars. You have endured and gone through hard times because of me, and you have not given up. But I do have something against you, and it is this. You don't have as much love as you used to. Think about where you have fallen from, and then turn back and do as you did at first. If you don't turn back, I will come and take away your lampstand. But there is one thing you are doing right. You hate what the Nicolaitans are doing, and so do I. If you have ears, listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. I will let everyone who wins the victory eat from the life-giving tree in God's wonderful garden. The Letter to Smyrna This is what you must write to the angel of the church in Smyrna. I am the first and the last. I died, but now I am alive. Listen to what I say. I know how much you suffer and how poor you are, but you are rich. I also know the cruel things being said about you by people who claim to be Jews, but they are not really Jews. They are a group that belongs to Satan. Don't worry about what you will suffer. The devil will throw some of you into jail. And you will be tested and made to suffer for ten days. But if you are faithful until you die, I will reward you with a glorious life. 
If you have ears, listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. Whoever wins the victory will not be hurt by the second death. The Letter to Pergamum This is what you must write to the angel of the church in Pergamum. I am the one who has the sharp double-edged sword. Listen to what I say. I know that you live where Satan has his throne, but you have kept true to my name. Right there where Satan lives, my faithful witness, Antipas, was taken from you and put to death. Even then you did not give up your faith in me. I do have a few things against you. Some of you are following the teachings of Balaam. Long ago he told Balak to teach the people of Israel to eat food that had been offered to idols and to be immoral. Now some of you are following the teachings of the Nicolaitans. Turn back. If you don't, I will come quickly and fight against these people, and my words will cut like a sword. If you have ears, listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. To everyone who wins the victory, I will give some of the hidden food. I will also give each one a white stone with a new name written on it. No one will know that name except the one who is given the stone. The Letter to Thyatira This is what you must write to the angel of the church in Thyatira. I am the Son of God. My eyes are like flames of fire and my feet are like bronze. Listen to what I say. I know everything about you, including your love, your faith, your service, and how you have endured. I know that you are doing more now than you have ever done before. But I still have something against you because of that woman Jezebel. She calls herself a prophet, and you let her teach and mislead my servants to do immoral things and to eat foods offered to idols. I gave her a chance to turn from her sins, but she did not want to stop doing these immoral things. I am going to strike down Jezebel. Everyone who does these immoral things with her will also be punished if they don't stop. I will even kill her followers. Then all the churches will see that I know everyone's thoughts and feelings. I will treat each of you as you deserve. Some of you in Thyatira don't follow Jezebel's teaching. You don't know anything about what her followers call the deep secrets of Satan. So I won't burden you down with any other commands. But until I come, you must hold firmly to the teaching you have. I will give power over the nations to everyone who wins the victory and keeps on obeying me until the end. I will give each of them the same power that my Father has given me. They will rule the nations with an iron rod and smash those nations to pieces like clay pots. I will also give them the morning star. If you have ears, listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. So these are not just some random letters from Jesus to these four churches. This still applies to us here today, and I am not qualified to explain how. However, our pastor in the recent months has gone through 
and done a study on each one of these letters. So I will link those on our social media page where you can go and check that out. Or if you want, you can go to the Church of the Apostles, Atlanta, Georgia, and then click on media and go to Letters from Jesus. These four letters were covered in part two, part three, part four, and part five.